Hey y'all, this is the second ever episode of my podcast, and today we'll be talking about the NBA Finals. Now, as y'all may know, this episode was recorded before Game 1, but you might not see until afterwards. So, with these, this matchup, we got the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. With the Miami Heat, they're an 8 seed, first ever 8 seed in the Finals since 1999 with the Knicks. First ever playing team in the Finals. Weirdly enough, this is not a normal 8 seed. This is almost an identical roster to last year's team, which is a 1 seed. The only difference is that Kevin Love is on his team replacing P.J. Tucker. So with so little roster change, you might be wondering, how is this an 8 seed from a 1 seed the year before? Well, the 3-point percentage is really the main reason why. They fell off a cliff this year, 3-point percentage-wise, and became arguably the worst team in the NBA statistically shooting on average about 33% from the three as a, t- as a whole in the regular season. And you might be wondering, how in the world is this eight seed somehow making it to the finals? Well, out of nowhere, not normal to do, I've never heard this before, without changing the roster at all, they bounced up from a 33% three-point shooting team to a 39% three-point shooting team, and the best three-point shooting team in the entire playoffs. Another key reason why this team out of nowhere decided to just explode and go from an 8 seed to NBA Finals in the playoffs is Jimmy Butler. Butler averaged about 22 points per game in the regular season. He's averaging with almost exactly similar shooting percentage splits, a 28% average in the playoffs. One more factor is the supporting cast. The three-point shooting improved because a lot of players improved. Yes, Max Schroes was already pretty solid throughout the regular season, but out of nowhere, Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent have just turned into top-quality supporting cast players in the NBA in general. They're playing like top-50 caliber players in the NBA. Well, Duncan Robinson III, who is barely getting playing time, is now shooting threes at a level that is almost similar to what he was doing in the bubble. Now, there are problems, though, with the seat team. Yes, they're overachieving on paper, and they look very hot right now. But they do have injury problems. Gabe Vincent is battling an injury. Jimmy Butler is battling an injury. Victor Oladipo is out with an injury. Tyler Hero, at best, may play game two. But that's even debatable. Well, the Nuggets, their opponents are fully healthy, which is the first time since, ironically enough, the last time they were in the conference finals, the bubble, 2020. This Nuggets team has always had the potential since as far as probably 2019 to be able to play as a finals caliber team, but injuries have always plagued them. This is probably the first time that this Nuggets team has been fully healthy the entire playoff run since 2020. But this Nuggets team is a lot older, a lot more mature, and they have a better supporting cast. Those two key improvements were KCP and Bruce Brown. They both brought defense and high IQ, which were missing greatly from the supporting cast for the Nuggets for the last three, four years, which is the reason why they couldn't get over the hump even if they were healthy. So now this Nuggets team has a top-end defense to go with the lead offense making them almost unstoppable. One other factor is the height. The Heat have good-sized guards, with the exception of two. 
Gabe Vincent, and Kyle Lowry. The Nuggets have good height all around. Jokic is 6'11". Michael Porter Jr. is 16. Aaron Gordon is 6'8". Jeff Green is 6'8". Jamal Murray is 6'4". And Jamal Murray is big enough as a player. He's not just 6'4". He's also 215 pounds. Man was starting as a small forward in college for Kentucky. This team is a very big Nuggets team. Much bigger than what they were the last few years. So they have length, they have defense, and they add that to being fully healthy for once and their elite offense that they've always had. If their three-point shooting continues at the consistency has been all playoffs, even from players that you wouldn't expect like Aaron Gordon or Bruce Brown, then I don't really know how the Heat have a shot here. The only chance I could see the Heat possibly pushing this to maybe six or even seven games is one key weird player. Cody Zeller, because of his size, could, well, he won't contain Jokic, but it's just an extra big body that a team like the Lakers didn't have. But even that's a stretch. Jokic is just too big, he's too tall, no one can really contain him. If Anthony Davis and Gobert couldn't, then I don't really see how anyone else could. But just an extra body maybe could help to free Bam Adebayo, maybe. But if you thought Anthony Davis is inconsistent, Bam Adebayo is even worse. Anthony Davis can still give you good elite defense, even if his shot's not hitting. Bam, because of, lack of, because of his lack of size, if he's lost offensively, he really could be lost in series. He's only 6'8", 6'9". There are three, four players in that starting lineup for Nuggets who match him in size. I don't know how that's going to fare for him. Probably not well. So yeah, the Heat lack size. They're the actual injured team coming to this series. The Nuggets can match them in three-point shooting or at least near, can at least be near them in three-point shooting percentage. They can match them in defense or at least they're on the same level as the Heat in defense. They're in a whole other stratosphere in offense. On paper, it's not looking good. Maybe the Heat also could use some three-point shooting from... Players like Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson III and Caleb Martin. But even with those three, the Nuggets have the defense and the guards to shut that down. I don't see Caleb Martin doing what he did against the Celtics in all playoffs against the Nuggets. D'Angelo Russell is a prime example of this. Russell, honestly, outplayed Klay Thompson and Jordan Poole. And Russell was a key reason why they got past Memphis in six for the Lakers. Once Russell went up against Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown's defense shut him down. I could see either Bruce Brown or KCP being able to, to offensively shut down at least two of those three guards. If we do that, the Heat don't have the spacing. That's game over on offense for them. I just don't see this being that competitive a series. Maybe if things go their way or Jamal Murray gets cold, they could push it to six games. But outside of that, I, I don't see them winning it. I don't see them pushing to seven. My prediction, Nuggets probably beat the Heat in five. Could be a sweep. Worst case scenario, could honestly probably be as bad as 07 Spurs Cavs. So yeah, my final prediction is the Nuggets in either five or four pretty comfortably, maybe even decisively. That's it. Now, what does this mean for the future of the NBA? Nuggets could be a potential dynasty. 
They have the youth, the size, the length, the coaching, defense, which is the one main thing they didn't have. They stay healthy, which is another main thing they didn't have. Yeah, long term, they can be a scary team. At the same time, though, the other teams, you never know. The Lakers, if they can get some three-point shooters, get another big man, who knows? Suns, if they can find some depth, some way cheap, who knows? But maybe Golden State, if they could somehow keep that team and, and revitalize players like Jordan Poole and Wiggins, maybe. But you're really stretching it. Maybe the Bucks. I don't know. But yeah, you're stretching it. The Nuggets look like the team of the future if they if this series goes the way I think it does. But this is NBA. You never know. It's as chaotic as ever. So anything can happen. Now, going on to a different topic. One last thing. My big time pick. I'm not a big fan of this. I'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to certain things in sports. One of them is, I want either an original six or a Canadian team in the Stanley Cup. Neither of which happened, unfortunately. So you got the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. Huh. You know, screw it. I think the Panthers win. I could see... Yeah, I don't know. This is going to go back and forth, I think. I think it's, it's going to be very competitive. But I think the Panthers, the Panthers, they look like a team really enough of destiny. At least they're playing like that. I think Florida wins in six or seven. All right, y'all. That's it for Triple Option Report today. All right, y'all. Bye.